This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 281 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to talk about Amy White and what was her secret to losing 60 pounds. And Adele is back and on the charts, and she's basically lost a big chunk of herself. We'll talk about what she did to slim down. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I won't smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the theschoolofpodcasting.com. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. Our website is logicalloss.com. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And I got to tell you, I, uh, I've been on a roll recently. And he said, grabbing his phone. Uh, started off today, uh, ate breakfast, went right to the gym. That is not my strong suit, but was very happy that I pulled that off. So I'll be very happy to see what my results are tomorrow when I step on the scale. As I look at my phone, I am down a week from last week. I'm down a week from last week. I'm down a pound from last week. I'm down to 201.8, which is exciting because I'm starting to sniff. (laughs) Do you smell it? 199 is right around the corner. If I look at um, what I've done in a month, I'm down 3.4 pounds. Over the last two months, I'm down 9 pounds. And over the last three months, I'm down 14.8. And if I look at what I'm at um, over the last six months, I'm down 17.8. You get the idea. I've been on a roll. And these have not all been smooth. I actually had a thing where uh, this week where I went, I dropped two pounds and the next day they came right back. And then by the end of the week, they were back off. So uh, I think that had to do, I went to Longhorn and I'm like the captain of special order. So I go, give me Red Rock shrimp, but I don't want any kind of butter sauce on it. I don't want any seasonings. I want shrimp over fire. And they still got it wrong. And it was just chock full of salt. So I think that's what had to do with that. Because it was a lot of salt. So I didn't get upset. I'm drinking 80 ounces of water a day. I'm eating protein and vegetables and a little bit of starch. Basically, I've given up soda. Basically, I've given up fast food, ice cream, things like that. And there are days when it's not easy. But when I stepped on the scale today and saw I was down to 201.4, I was pretty ecstatic. 
So today, uh, we have the story of a woman named Amy White, who basically says the the dollar menu was no longer an attraction when she learned what really what was in her dinner. So she had hit 300 pounds, and she said there wasn't any question that she wanted to basically reform her diet and exercise habits. She just isn't sure how. And she said, at first, I had no clue what to change. So if Amy had come to me, I would say, it's the food. You can exercise all you want, but in the end, it's the food. So she's 39, a mother of two uh, from Utah. And she said, I just knew I shouldn't be eating crap food. She had tried other diets in the past, and while they'd helped her learn about the value of fruits and vegetables, ultimately, it wasn't sustainable Um She said it wasn't a sustainable expense or routine. She says, once you quit, if you don't change your lifestyle, it all comes back. And that's really what we've talked about really from day one. It's a lifestyle change. She says, but I couldn't afford it. And I knew I wanted something permanent because money was tight, especially since she recently had uh, switched jobs and she'd taken a pay cut. She says, after all, if you went to a fast food restaurant and everyone ate from the dollar menu, you could feed a family of four for 10 to $15. But she knew her family was paying the price health-wise. She said, looking back, I realized it was a very bad decision on our part. She says, and that's why we're never going to go back to that again. So she downloaded a free calorie tracking app. Now, the one I use is MyFitnessPal. The reason I use that is because I think it's easy to enter food. And I'm going to be making a video on this uh, and and show you folks just how easy it is. There are other ones. Lose It's a good one. There, there are a ton of them out there. She said, but by using a free calorie tracking app, it helped her get into the habit of reading food labels. And that alone gave her an education in the nutrients she was actually consuming. She said realizing how many calories were in her regular fast food meals made her swear them off altogether. She says, using the app really opened my eyes to calories. She said, we would go to a fast food place and I would click quickly try to look up the food facts for that place. Um, she said, I just realized that I would throw away an entire day's worth of calories plus some by having a single meal. So here, what helped her was education, right? But I always say knowledge is only power when you act on it. So she acted on it. But to me, there are just study after study after study. The people that track their calories lose weight because you can't say I didn't know that. I I know I can easily look back and see when I gain weight, why? She said, so her knowledge of calories and nutrients grew And she said she got in the habit of turning over packages and reading the nutrition labels. She said, after a while, I would remember how many calories certain foods were worth. So it became second nature to look at the back of a of a food item. And she said, and I would add it up in my head. So what she did is she met with a dietitian who calculated a daily target for calories, carbs, proteins and fats. For instance, she realized that with toast for breakfast, a sandwich or two for lunch, Um, and French bread for dinner, she was eating way more carbs than she needed and not enough protein. That's kind of what I was doing. Although all my carbs were in the form of soda. She said, it was helpful because I really had to plan everything I ate and I could tell the difference when I didn't. I realized that when I stuck to my numbers, I really lost. And that's really what I'm doing now. Like I have a protein and a vegetable with every meal, every single one. 
And then in the morning, I have fruit. I have a small amount of dairy. I don't drink coffee, which I realize is a sacrilege to some of you. She said, but now our family goes out to eat. She'll have a sandwich wrapped in lettuce instead of bread, or they'll stop at a place where she can make healthier choices. We spend a little more money to go to places that serve nicer salads or healthier substitutes. She says, and on a budget of $100 per week for groceries, that is tough. She says, it's hard sometimes, but we make all of our meals at home. Her family stopped eating out as much and made it a once a month occasion on payday. See, that's what it used to be. If we go back to, you know, in the 70s and 80s, 70s, really, when I was growing up, um, we didn't go out to eat. We would just, you know, and the, the whole family going out to eat was like a once a year thing for me. I grew up kind of poor. She says, but I could feel my body thanking me for this. It's hard to eat healthy on a limited budget, but I try to buy the least processed stuff every week. And that's really it. It's kind of weird because I bought a... Uh, a loaf of bread, it's rather low in carbs. And I somehow put it, I think it was on top of the fridge, but I forgot about it for the better part of three weeks and it didn't age at all. That makes me a little worried. Bread should like mold and do bread kind of stuff. She says, and her family started growing their own food in a garden with tomatoes, bell peppers, lettuce, cucumber, squash, and zucchini. She said, I also started running with the help of a couch to 5k app and encouraged, uh, she got encouragement from her siblings who ran her first 5k at her side. She was hooked and went on to finish nine more 5k's four 10k's and a half marathon. Uh, she says she has her sights set on a full marathon before her 40th birthday next March. Oh yeah. And a long way of doing this. She lost 60 pounds. She says it's taken research, trial, and error to figure out how to get the fuel she needs to run hard without upsetting her stomach. So, again, it's not always easy. It takes a little tweaking. And she says she researched recipes on the Internet and found inspiring people to connect with online who are working to achieve similar goals. I'm telling you, that helps. When you can have people that have the same goals as you, you get support instead of like, oh, you're such a pain to eat out with because you don't want to do this or that. And so she says, since I'm still trying to lose weight and get healthier, my body is still changing and I'm sure I will need to adjust my diet when it comes to running. But my mind is constantly set on how I can make my runs better, longer and faster. She says, I don't mind doing research and finding things that work for others and trying them to see if they work for me as well. So this is from uh, Rodell Wellness. And it just to me, I was like, this is somebody that's doing what I've been saying, which is track your food, honestly track your food, and don't lie. Don't say it was one cup when you know it was three. And yes, food you eat off of other people's plates, that still counts as well. And I overestimate my food. And when I do that, and in here it says she met a dietitian. If you're tracking your food, you can kind of figure it out. For me, when I eat under 1,800 calories, I lose. It's, it's just that simple. And I've been shooting for like 1,400 and 1,600, and that's why I've been losing on a regular basis, and I'm not starving to this. So the clue for, for Amy White was tracking her calories. And like I say, I'm a big fan of MyFitnessPal. Uh, lose It is another good one. But for me, 
you don't want it to be a burden to put in your food. So for me, the easiest one for putting food in is my fitness pal. And it works on a uh, an iPhone, an Android. You can even use it if you don't have a smartphone. They, you can just use their website. So I'll put the links to this out in the show notes at LogicalLoss.com slash 281. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at PowerofPodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. As I mentioned, Adele is back with uh, a new album, a new single, and uh, I'm not a huge fan of kind of mellow rock, but I got to tell you, I like her, just her personality. She's very bubbly. I saw her on Jimmy Fallon, and uh, I really like her. So her third album called 25, she's uh, just racing up the charts, and she's returned with a slimmed down look. And so there was an interview with her in The Sun, And she's a 27-year-old mom of one. And she explained basically um, what she did with her diet that led to a noticeable weight loss. And she said, I used to drink 10 cups of tea with two sugars in each. So I was on 20 sugars a day. That's a whole lot. She says, now I don't drink it and I have more energy than ever. So if you're thinking, oh, I need it for the energy... She says, those 20 sugars, which far exceeded, of course, the Food and Drug Administrator's recommended limit of 12.5 teaspoons or 50 grams per day, have clearly made a difference. Now, apart from being a leading cause of diabetes and a source behind pesky acne breakouts, sugar is a major reason behind fat loss fails. In fact, increased intakes of sugar cause the liver to store fat, forcing the pancreas to create more hormones Easy for me to say more home hormones. Why cannot say that word? And then increasing insulin levels, um, as well as body fat. So it's just not really great to have a ton of that stuff around. She says. Um, so the star revealed that she increased her fitness regimen. She says, though I'm not skipping to the effing gym. She goes and I cut out alcohol and smoking, and adapted an overall healthier diet. So she cut out sugar. Well, she didn't cut out. She, she cut out a big chunk of it. She quit smoking. Good for her. Her, her child will thank her for that many years from now. She's cut out alcohol. Alcohol is just empty calories. Uh, if you can cut out alcohol, that's for me, like cutting out soda. And she said, uh, you know, if her recent record breaking album sales and a highly amped up upcoming tour or any indication, uh, we may all want to take a page out of Adele's playbook. Yeah, I think it just means, you know, it, it's the end of the year here as we're getting to wrap up. And we're getting close to that time, of course, of New Year's resolution. We all kind of look back at the year. We're going to start hearing about the, the top blah, blah, blah of 2015. Right? We're going to hear about all that. And we need to look back and see what did work and what didn't work. And so for me, I was just eating a lot of fast food. I was drinking a lot of soda. I wasn't eating many vegetables and I wasn't eating hardly any fruit. And I was telling myself I was okay because I was eating chicken. But in the end, I was eating fries 
And even when I just cut out the fries, I was still drinking soda. I really needed to make a change. But by doing those things little by little, when I did switch and made a lifestyle change, it wasn't that rough. It wasn't a major culture shock. And so this is where you can do it little by little. The, the problem is we try to overhaul our life in one day and make up for years of bad choices in a week. And it just doesn't work. And when it doesn't work, then we go, ah, oh, see, I told you you couldn't do it. And we kick ourselves and say, ah, I'm just going to have to be fat. And that's not the case. It's really not. You can do this. And like when we're talking with Amy, Amy knew she was, you know, the dollar menu. Yeah. You, you pay less now. You're going to pay a whole lot more later. And I think we all know that. And, you know, now they're trying to say, well, look, it's breakfast anytime. Well, that doesn't mean it's healthy because it's breakfast. I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I look, I like McGriddles, but when I hear that the syrup is in the patty, I'm pretty sure that's, you, can you get any more processed than that? Really? Because I'm pretty sure, you know, this was once a pig and now I've got syrup coming out of a patty. What kind of Franken food is that? And so through education, we can make better choices. And when we make better choices, the weight starts to come off. And then when the weight starts to come off, we start to lose weight. And when we start to lose weight, it builds our confidence. When we have confidence, we make better choices. When we make better choices, we start to lose weight, right? We've talked about this before, and it also works backwards. When you make bad choices, the scale goes up. When the scale goes up, we hate ourselves. When we hate ourselves, we go eat bad food to make us temporarily feel better. But it's a bad choice, and then it has bad consequences. And the next day, when the scale goes up, we hate ourselves. We self-medicate with food. It's hard to get that wheel rolling, but I am living proof that once you get going and staying active, what I started doing, uh, because I lost weight and then I kind of quit, I kind of hit a plateau. So I had to start making sure I was getting in, not activity. Like today I just walked, um, I got my 10,000 steps in, but the last 5,000 were at four miles an hour, which is all I need to do to break a sweat for about 40 minutes. And anytime I quote exercise, I wake up the next day, I'm almost always down unless I've done something really stupid. You know, if I've had my water, if I've got some sleep and I did some exercises and I was under my calories, it always goes down. It's not easy. It's kind of simple, right? I just track what you eat, get some sleep, avoid the cookies, right? I, I walked into, uh, where I work and there were no less than six dozen cookies. They were just everywhere. It looked like a, a cookie bomb had gone off and I just didn't eat any of them. Um, it was, it's very tempting, but I said this a couple weeks ago, you got to stay with the one that brought you and eating cookies did not get me 20 pounds down. So, uh, before we leave, want to thank everyone who's been using the Amazon link uh, we are up in December. I have earned $11 in commission fees. Uh, this doesn't cost you a dime, and it takes me about $20 to pay for the uh, the website and uh, the hosting and all that stuff. And um, by going out to logicalloss.com and clicking on those banners for Amazon, you don't have to pay an extra dime, 
and I earn, I think, a whopping 4%. And if enough of us remember to do that. It helps pay for the show. And uh, thanks to everyone who's been doing that. And if you have any questions or any comments, I would love to hear from you. Go out to LogicalLoss.com slash contact. If you'd like to subscribe to the show, go out to LogicalLoss.com slash iTunes, and that will take you right over to iTunes where you can subscribe or whatever um, directory you're in, Stitcher or things like that. Subscribe to the show and uh, get involved and stay motivated because, look, I know we can't change the way this story started, but we can start today changing the way this story ends. So thanks so much. Have a great uh, holiday. For me, that's Christmas. I just say happy happy Kwanzaa Masika. I think that gets everybody in there. And uh, hang out with your family. Eat sensibly. Uh, Remember, the holidays are two days. It's Christmas, Thanksgiving, actually three, and New Year's if we're going to count that. So that doesn't mean we get just get to pig out and um, enjoy your time. Enjoy your holiday. Be safe. And uh, I'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I think I'm taking next week off. Take care. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have